You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Welcome back. Episode 53 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. Uh, brought to you from the Vivid Seat Studios. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Um, another dominant dominant Vikings win. Uh, yeah, either we dominate or we... I don't know. I guess the losses we haven't been dominated. But Yeah, I mean... Another game with no lead change. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Another game. That's bizarre. Six games, no lead changes. Yep. So I know I uh, saw somebody on Twitter like, well, that's why we should stop deferring at the kickoff and just take the ball right away. It's like, mm, I mean, how long can this last? Yeah, I don't know what that. <laughs> like, like, and then, and then he brought Let's up. Let's just not defer versus the Bears. Yeah, and then he brought up like, uh, like the defense, like starting slow and everything and play better with the lead. It's like, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, but. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I I think it's almost always smarter to defer because then you sort of like control, like as the clock's running down to halftime, you control like, okay, I'm getting the ball back. I want to run clock. I don't know. It just seems like the smart thing to do, except against the Bears because they go right down the field and they score on us. Yeah. But most of the time our defense, I mean, we got the ball first this game. I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. No. I thought we did. Maybe we did. Yeah, because the Eagles scored. Made it, uh, Made it close 24 seven. Yeah. Yeah, because they were driving right before that, like right before the half, weren't oh, they? They went for the fake field goal. Yep. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right Which, before that. Great job sniffing that out. Anthony Harris immediately jumps to that tight end, and then Griffin, you know? Yeah. Griffin should have just, like, as soon as he picked it off, just, like, ran back a little to get a lay of the land, because it's all fat linemen out there. Like, he could have probably done something, but yep. he was, like, running in circles, like... That was an awesome play, though. Yeah, it was. Someone uh, did like uh, a little breakdown. I think an Eagle fan of because everyone like their fans were pissed that they did that because like you get the field goal, then you get the hat ball at halftime. It would have been like a one point game instead of a four point game once they scored those points. Oh yeah. Um, and the the coach, what the hell's his name? Peterson said like they we did he did get us in the formation he wanted. We just kind of Harris made a great play and covered the guy like immediately. Yeah, was and that Goddard? Um, I think it was I some think, big tight yeah. end. I mean, was the kicker throwing it or the yeah. whole kicker was throwing kicker it. was throwing it? Kicker was throwing it, and uh, this guy showed up uh, a snap of a kick against us, and it's that same defense back there. And Harris just kind of just starts floating to what his left, you know. Yep. So the the right side was wide open, but for some reason he noticed it on that play. I think. Immediately. Well, I mean, you see somebody peel off. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Like, you just all of a sudden see a guy dart, and it's like, oh, okay, I'll go cover that guy. So it just didn't really work. A lot of Eagle fans were like, yeah, you know, I don't mind going for it, but maybe just let our you know, first overall pick quarterback do it instead yeah. of the kicker throwing the ball. But yeah. it's Philly. They do weird shit. I mean, I I I don't hate the call. Like, if I'm an Eagles fan, I don't hate the call because if it works, I mean, easy touchdown. I, yeah, I mean, they're far away, though. Like, I mean, I, I mean, guess if, if it works touchdown. completely, it's an easy touchdown. Yeah. Like, but say he rolled out and he completed the pass and Harris tackled him. You going to score? Probably not still. Now you're probably still settling for a field goal. Yeah, I don't know. It felt like... Um, I can go either way with it. No yeah. big deal. I mean, they end up losing, so it's like, stupid call. Yeah. But. I mean, it didn't work, so so bad call. But if it yeah. works, I mean, everyone's going, oh, look at Peterson. Yeah. He's a genius. What he does in the stadium, yep. you know, <laughs> whipping out Philly specials. <laughs> but, yeah, so they got – we took the ball first. But, yeah, um, I don't know. Should we just uh, talk about, you know, another – I mean, it, 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 at times it was close, but it never felt close. Didn't it seem like no matter what we were going to pull that game out? Like yeah, it with did. the way our offense was going, it's like well, we're, no one is stopping us. Like they they can't stop us at all. No, and like they 
They were playing with like fifth and sixth string cornerbacks. I mean, Craig James was out yeah. there. And can you imagine like Thielen's looking across at him, going, "You were cut from our team. I went against you in practice. You're not good." Yeah, I I know exactly what to do against you. I yeah. mean, did, and then then you got Razul Douglas on the other side. It's like, yeah, I don't know you, but I know I can beat you. Just. By running straight, clearly. Yeah, literally just <laughs> running straight by him. Well, it is funny because everyone, you know, early on bitching that we weren't throwing enough, even when we were winning. And it's like, no, this is the great example of just do attack their weakness. Their weakness clearly was they got fifth and strict sixth string corners out here. Guys that were cut from our roster out there, just throw on them all day. No, nope. Play action, just f- keep throwing. Yeah, and like, yeah, we're winning. And if we were running the ball more efficiently, we probably would have ran the ball some more. But yeah, but it wasn't working. I mean, it was fine, but passing was working so ridiculously well. I, it's just another example of, like, no, Zimmer's cool with passing as long as we score points. Yep. It's when you're, you know, throwing 50 times and you're not scoring points. It's, it's when Delvin Cook's averaging nine yards a carry in a one-score one ball game. Yeah, and, and you all of a sudden give him two not. carries in the second half. Yeah, that was – but, you know, I mean, it, it was fun. It was just – an all-around fun that, game That was a huge – I don't know, because, I mean, looking back, maybe the Raiders win was actually a little better than we thought because they're actually maybe not terrible. And then our other win was what? The Falcons are garbage. They're trash. So Falcons, Raiders, Raiders and Giants. Giants. Giants are trash. Uh, so this was like, okay, a real opponent coming into U.S. Bank. Let's, four and two looks a lot better than three and three. So. Yeah, and, and especially like, I mean – us and Bear, Bear, we're tied with the Bears. Bears right? are three and two. I think they had a bye. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Detroit got screwed, so they're two, two and one. Two, two and one. Packers are five, five and one. And we don't have a losing record in our division still. The uh, uh, the pa- that that Lions Packers game. I mean that the ref. We all know how like the refs called that game. Yeah, really bad. But that. That was the difference between the Lions being in first place and, and now they're in last. They're in last, yeah. Like, the the Bears would be in last place in our division right now after six weeks if the Lions it's, get that. It's funny. I was listening to a podcast like while driving here, and they're talking about the NFC North, and no one cares about the Bears anymore. Now, maybe I think that might be a little – I don't know. I think they're still pretty good. Like, their defense is clearly good, but, like – Packers are the front runners. We're like, okay, can the Vikings overtake them? And then, oh, look at the frisky Lions. Oh, wait, yeah, the Bears are the team that went like 12 and 4 last year. And yeah, number one defense. Number one. It's supposed to be like the division champ. And it's like, oh, yeah, the Bears are there too. Yeah. And it has everything to do with their quarterback. Trubisky, Daniel, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If they had a competent quarterback yeah. who could, like, who instill some fear into an opposing defense. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I, I would be a little more frightened of the Bears. I am a little scared of the Bears still because we can't figure out that defense. Yeah. But, I mean, for now, they're they, – They did beat us. Yeah. In Soldier Field, though. <laughs> this is true. I, who do you think is – do you think the Packers are the like, – take us out of the equation. Who do you think is the other best NFC North team? I still kind of think it's the Bears. I think it's the Bears. I mean, the Packers... They should have lost uh, yesterday. They lucked out against us. And then even the Denver game, they didn't play that great. I don't know. They seem like a very weak 5-1. and one. Yeah. Of all the 5-1 and one teams. Of all... Even in like 4-2, and two, I feel like there's a couple more other like 4-2 and two teams yeah. that I would take before the Packers. I mean, if you look at point differential, we're the third best team in the league. Really? Yeah. New England's number one, and it's number one by a lot. They well, have like plus one sixty. Okay, but they played the the Dolphins, the Giants, 
the Bills, the, the Jets. Jets. Um, they have what, Steelers. The Steelers. And there's an obviously yeah, another they're all game missing. They have yeah. a really easy schedule. I think they have to play like the Chiefs at some point, and that'll be their one tough game. Um, well, maybe the Jets with Darnold. Uh, number two point It's actually fairly obvious. Oh, the, is it the Chiefs? No. Fairly obvious because they haven't lost yet. Oh, uh, the Niners. Yeah, and they they look legit. Yeah, that defense is very good. Yeah. And that was like the question mark going in the year. Like, is their defense going to be good? Because Shanahan's going to get – like, he's going to have a good offense. That, even with randoms. See, that's the thing about, like, Kyle Shanahan. Like, some of these coaches, they, they just – they get the best out of their players. You know? Imagine when he has good players. I mean, I guess it's like, okay, well, with the Falcons, that's yeah. what you get. An MVP, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, you know, 1,800 yards. Or Sanu showed up that yeah. year. Um, I mean, that was the Devonta year Freeman, Freeman and Tevin Coleman, Coleman. ridiculously good. Um, oh, that's right. He, he coached Tevin Coleman. No wonder why that's he wanted why, him yeah, in San Francisco. Um, um, but, yeah, I mean, and, but Zimmer does the same thing with defense, you know? He gets, he gets the most out of the guys. Well, yeah, immediately when he showed up, he didn't have, like, a great roster, and he still improved it drastically, and now he's got really good players. Yeah, so I mean, he had Harrison see. Smith, who took what took his game to the next level mm-hmm. once Zimmer showed up. Uh, Xavier Rhodes, Griffin, and obviously he drafted in, uh, you know, molded Daniel Hunter into what he is. And, I mean, that man. Did, did he get another sack? He he's, yeah, so he's the... Fastest to sixty or what is it? No, no, he uh, the most, most sacks under twenty five. Most sacks that's under twenty five, and I believe he still has two weeks left. I, well, that's a great stat and all. I always kind of look at that like, well, how many people were able to even have that a chance because he played so young. Yeah. So it's like okay, if you get drafted and you're twenty three, yeah. If you're a superstar, it's like all these stats I see with Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. It's like well, yeah, he's. It's a small group of people that get to play as much, but I guess that just shows how special you are that you're that young. And that good. And, yeah, I mean, he immediately shows up and didn't he have, like, eight sacks his rookie year? And then it's been double digits mm-hmm. since. Yeah. Well, I remember his rookie year was where he was doing the thing where he was, like, standing, standing up. up. Yeah, and it was, like, all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, this guy's really good. Yeah. Um, to finish with the point differential thing. So I pulled it up. It is, yeah, Patriots have 142 more points than, their than they've given up. Which is insane. 142. It's more, it's a bigger differential than the Dolphins. The Dolphins really? are negative 138. It's oh like, and my. just think of how bad the Dolphins are. But like you said, they play an easy schedule. Uh, so number two, 49ers are 83. Okay. Which is pretty impressive. Yep. And they just handle the Rams. And then we're third with 57. Lions are one more point than they have given up. Bears are 18 more, and Packers are 27 more. Okay. Which is it's kind of middle of the package. So I don't know. I just I think. I think it means something when you dominate four games. Yeah. I mean, it's a, I don't know what it is about, like, the four wins. and But, like, the de- the defense shows up. Like, how do you – like, the complete game. Like, it's not like, you know, just the offense carried us during those. It's just complete. No missed kicks. Offense mm-hmm. dominates. Defense dominates. I mean, I understand why people get a little upset when we do lose a game and we, you know, somebody's not playing it's well. It's just like, but, I get why they get upset, but it's like, 
they get they start to ask you know demanding people get fired and talking about like it's like the people who want it's road versus the bears yeah what did you think was gonna happen that we were gonna go light them up it's so weird how like people are so quick to fire Zimmer and Spielman, but they're the same people who praise Zimmer and Spielman as soon as we start as soon winning. As we get again. a win, yeah. It's like look at the draft classes and all this yeah. stuff. It's like I don't know. In the end, it's like we have a very good team. It doesn't mean you're going to win every game. Yeah. Also, like the NFC is pretty stacked, so it's very. We good. have to go play. I mean, we play Detroit at Detroit, which I think is going to be decently tough. But then we also have to play the Chiefs, the Cowboys, the. I mean, Chiefs, Cowboys, Seahawks. Seahawks. It's not going to be. We're going to lose more games. And we we have, need to try to win like 10 of them. Yeah, we have four more division games. Yeah. Well, that's a big – what, are we 0-2 in the division right now? Yeah. So. We, we have to run the table in the division because if, if we you know if we end up with the same record, it's going to come down yeah. to – does it go a head-to-head then division or division? I think it's head-to-head first. And you can't lose – now, like, you have home games against the Bears and the Packers. you got to win. If you give them two wins versus you, they're probably yeah. winning 10 games. Um, should we jump into some Teddies and Troys? And Yeah, let's take a break real quick. All Finding the right pros for home projects can be tough and spark a lot of questions like, how do I find a pro who can help? Will they do a good job? Will I get a fair price? That's where HomeAdvisor can help. From leaky faucets to major remodels, HomeAdvisor connects you to the right pro for the job in seconds and even helps you get a fair price. Read reviews, check project cost guides, and book appointments. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free HomeAdvisor app to start your next project. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that ad. Remember to use promo code OVERTIME. Uh, and also use promo code GRAPES at MyPillow.com to get up to 50% off your uh, all your MyPillow needs. Yes. Grapes, beautiful, beautiful promo code. Grapes or grape? Yeah, it'll, um, work. it'll work either way. Either way, we'll, uh, we'll reap the benefits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But uh, we'll, we'll hop into some teddies. Uh, let's talk, yeah, let's talk just about this Eagle game. It's nice, to, this great win. Do you got you got you got a first teddy? I mean, let's 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 start with with Kirk Cousins. Yeah, let's start with. Kirk. Would you say his best game as a Viking? I I would. I I, I think I, it was. I think the ones that maybe came close would be like the Rams game last year was really good. Yep. Uh, even the Packer at Lambeau was pretty damn good. What do you after in the fourth quarter? Yeah, because I guess Fourth it took a little quarter. while to get going. This game was like from start to finish. He played amazing. I mean, even his interception wasn't his fault at all. I mean, he played pretty well in that Falcons game. Yeah. Wasn't he 9 of 10? <laughs> Got the W. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think those two, I mean, the Giants game the other yeah, week. Yeah, that I mean, that, I mean, it's not. it wasn't as good, but, like, I mean, Kirk's playing. He's got to be playing pissed, right, like the last two weeks? I don't know. He says he's, you know. I, I guess his receivers calling him out. Maybe got a little fire under him. But keep, keep calling him out. A I mean, linebacker on the other team saying he's a weak link. Although Kirk claimed he didn't hear that. Oh yeah. Did you see his press conference? No, oh, I no, I didn't. What are you talking about? Oh like, yeah, that's right. He said he didn't hear until after the game. Yeah. yeah. Well, Zimmer heard it because he was that loudmouth linebacker. Shut his mouth now or something like that. That's but awesome. You saw the video. Of and that, he got so. cut. Yeah, he but got cut. For for those of you who don't know, the linebacker on the Eagles who was talking shit about Kirk Cousins. Who used to play with Kirk Cousins in, in Washington. Washington. Got his ass cut on Tuesday. No, on Monday. Yeah, on Monday. Uh, on his. Did, yeah. Did you see him at his locker when they were talking to him? Yeah, and after like, the game. So, do you kind of regret saying that stuff about Kirk Cousins? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. And then the guy goes, Well, he had a pretty good game. Anything, I don't want to talk about anything. Yeah. About Anybody it. have any questions not about Kirk Cousins? Yeah. It's like, I want to talk about the game. The guy's like, 
well, Kirk Cousins is a pretty big part of that game. How do you feel? <laughs> just he looked like he was like gonna cry or something. It oh was yeah. Weird. I well maybe he knew he was gonna get cut. Like, probably. He's like, oh, I should have done that. But I'd like to go and watch the game. Maybe I want to know if he got benched like, like halfway through, through the game. And it's like oh fuck. Why <laughs> he say that? He's the weak link. I mean, honestly, it's he probably a is. Line. I, well, I mean, like if you're just talking like skill positions. Yeah, I mean, wise. it's definitely not Cook, Thielen, or Diggs. So I don't know. I mean, I guess Rudolph. Rudolph, maybe. But as a group, it's a solid group. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, but Kirk, yeah. I mean, he hit the deep ball, which. I feel like had he been hitting these deep balls all year, he'd be fine and people wouldn't be bitching. But he finally hit them, like, three of them? Two of them. Two of them. Two back-to-back. And he had some, like, 20-yarders that were, like, the one to B.C. Johnson, the one to Thielen. He had a bunch of really nice throws. Uh, Fourth and five at the end of the game. Little rollout. Going back, backpedaling, just slinging it to our boy Laquan Treadwell Treadwell for the first down. Little tiptoes. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that guy, that guy is a lock on the roster the rest of the year. Give him a Teddy trophy. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Kirk Cousins moving in the pocket. I mean, did he have a one bad throw the whole game? Not that I can remember. I don't remember one. I remember a couple yeah. drops, he had, he a lot had of screen the, passes and stuff. Which yeah, and, I mean, some people might jump and go, well, he threw an interception. But let's not forget yeah. that that interception was, like, a great throw. Yeah. Rolling out. On third down. Third and, like, I think longer than 10. Wasn't it, like, a third? I, and I, like, like 12, 12. It was, yeah. Something like that. Threw it right to Diggs at the sticks. I mean, uh, yeah, he threw a rocket ball, but that's. Diggs catch the ball and it's yeah, right through, right through his helmet. Yep. And of course, Sandejo picks it off. Of all so they got to do some big celebration. Yeah. Idiots. They're down by like 14 points and they're doing the whole photo together. Oh. Um, well, speaking of the photo, it was nice to see the Vikings get a group photo finally. Did you see? I don't know if you saw the. They did the sounds of the game, uh, Vikings.com, and Mike Hughes is uh, mic'd up. Okay. And he comes running up. Let's pose. Let's pose. <laughs> nice. And then you got Kendricks doing a handstand. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they were talking to Cousins, was on his like, weekly show. This yep. week it was Kendricks and Barber on it. And Barr's like, I couldn't even concentrate on my post because I'm looking over and Kendrick's just hand standing. <laughs> Kendrick's like, I don't even know why I did that. I had all these ideas and I just started doing that. Okay. She's excited. He's like, I'm gonna do a handstand. <laughs> and like you said, we don't we don't do that that much. No, like you always see, you know, the Eagles are notorious for yeah, it. Saints, the Saints, are- uh, the Lions, I believe, do it. Yeah. But, like, you know, I've always want, wanted, you know, Vikings to do it. But then again, we don't force turnovers usually. Yeah, either. that's the thing. We are pretty rare at that. Did we, what do we have? One? Just the Alexander interception? Just the Alexander interception. Oh, yeah. Barr almost had one. Kendrick's almost had one on yep. this interception. It's in the flats and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, number one. He'd be my number one, too. Kirk Cousins. That was probably his best game as well. And like this is what he's capable of. If you strung together enough games, you could win something with him. Yep. The problem is he also has terrible games. Like yeah. and, well, and that's the thing like people I I saw somebody say like if like Kirk Cousins plays like this, there's no reason why the Vikings can't win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins. You know, Tampa Absolutely. won with Brad Johnson. Baltimore won with Trent Dilfer. Like the li- the list goes on. His peak is better than those guys. Exactly. It's like again, I think it reminds me. I think we mentioned before of the Matt Ryan MVP season. Nobody's scared of Matt Ryan, but yeah. that season they were like he's in the right offense with Kyle Shanahan with the right pieces around him. He was a really freaking good. Yep. And like Cousins could do that, but he also can't have games like you know the Bears where he's missing the deep balls. And, and, and like that's the and you brought up uh, that Matt Ryan MVP season that like. 
Cal Shanahan wanted Kirk Cousins because he's yeah. like, oh, this scheme works perfect for him. Dude delivers. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, last year he didn't because John D. Filippo's scheme clearly wasn't the right scheme for him. And now you see him in the West Coast offense, a little variation here and there, bootlegging, just playing to his strengths. I think we had the most play action of any team this week, like 40-some percent. I mean, it was, like, constant. Yep. And, we, and, like, they kind of snuffed out, like, the boots mm-hmm. after a while. Like we adjusted and just started doing, like, almost the uh, like the fake draws and the fake just up-the-middle type yep. runs instead of trying the boots. But, yep. I don't know. Cousins, great game. Hopefully he keeps it rolling. I think against Detroit he'll be fine. I was looking at Detroit. He has, like, the fifth most yards given up defensively. Their Do points really? aren't terrible, but their yardage is really high. So, somebody was talking about, like, Detroit's secondary and how it could be, like, a tough matchup for us with Slay and Coleman and whatnot. It's Did like, you know Coleman was an undrafted free agent for us the same year as Anthony Harris? No, I did not. No idea. Someone tweeted that and said, the one that got away, Justin Coleman, hard to believe he was a UDFA for the Vikings in, I don't know, 2015 or whatever it was. Really? Yeah. And I was like, wait, Then what? he went to the Jets? I don't know. He kind of bounced around for a while. Wasn't he on the Seahawks or something? Where did they get him from? I thought trade? he was on the Jets. Is that where it was? Well, they, I mean, besides Slay and Coleman... I'm not. I'm not. And they're so. Someone else posted. I wish I remembered who these people were. But that Everson Griffin and Daniel Hunter have more pressures than the entire Lions defensive line. I believe it. Like who on the defensive line of the Lions scares you? Who do they have? Well, they they just shoveled out big money tree flowers. flowers, Which you know that could pose a problem for Riley Reef. Yeah, yeah, maybe because he he played pretty well against Bakhtiari on Monday night. Um, Flowers did? Yeah. Um, he and got then they got the, twice, they got the big tackles. The Snacks Harrison and who's the other guy? Hand? Shed? No. Uh, Deshaun Hand. Yeah. Yeah. So they're more like, I mean, they're not, I feel like they're more run-stuffing type. Yeah. Well, so. they they play a 3-4. Yeah. They're, they're kind they're, of like a multiple. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they're going to go all over the place. I mean, it makes the sense. Patri- yeah, Patricia, guy. yeah. But, um, um, I mean, speaking of Snacks, like that's – Gonna be a tough battle for Garrett Bradbury well, coming this week. Bradbury has like definitely improved. Like we were a little worried early on, like he's not playing well. Well, nope. like last week, if again, if we like PFF rated him really bad early on, he was really good last week. And that's Fletcher Cox. I, I mean, mean yeah, Graham let's go inside. let's go through like who uh Bradbury has had to play against this year. Um week one was uh Grady Jarrett. Grady Jarrett. And then week two, Kenny Clark. Yep. Uh, week three, who did we play? Hicks? Nope, he wasn't playing. Eddie Goldman? Yeah, yeah. We got Oh, Hicks in on IR, did you see that? No, I did not. To return. He'll probably come back in, like, December, but, yeah. Was that week three? Mm. I feel like we were... Well, Oakland, oh, Raiders. Oakland. Well, uh, Hurst, nobody. Yeah. Their team sucks. Um, well, they don't, though, which is weird, but their D-line's not great. Then after that was... I mean... Delvin Tomlinson isn't and, like a pushover. Uh, Dexter Lawrence, the and rookie. Dexter Lawrence, yeah. And then you go and play well against, you know, Fletcher Cox. That Hassan Ridgeway showed some flashes. Yeah, I don't know if he's been around. He must have been beaten up on offline, though. Probably. I, I don't, Bradbury definitely had his best game. And the line in itself, I mean, I didn't think pressure was that big of a deal. And I was kind of worried about it. I don't know if it's maybe home helped a lot, but that's a good D line. You know, yeah, like when we beat the Giants and we beat the Raiders and stuff, it's like, Okay, our biggest weakness isn't really going to hurt us this game because the team can't really pressure us. Yeah. But Eagles, 
I thought that could be a big problem, and it wasn't I, at all. Yeah, I thought I really thought it was going to be a problem. It's like, oh boy, yeah. like what, we're going to have you know a battle. I and figured it was Josh gonna be Klein like, was out. Yep. So and when he's been out, it's been a problem. Yeah, and like Fletcher Cox is lining up across from Dozier and Bradbury, and it's like, oh boy, that could yeah. that could be a problem. And they, I mean, they, speaking of Fletcher Cox, I hate his face mask, the little like beak thing he's got oh, going on. Oh, it's Awful. terrible. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, kind of comes to a point at the bottom and everything. It's supposed to like look like a beak. Is that what he's going for? Yeah. Like an eagle? Yeah, it's it's terrible. I hate it. Hmm, I feel like I have to look this up. Um you you should because it's it's Fletcher he's the only one he's the only one who has it. And it just I don't know, it like kind of comes down into a point at the oh, bottom. Oh, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's stupid. Yeah, it's not great. It's you not know. great. I always thought Antoine Winfield had the best helmet. And which, one did, style. which one did Winfield? Didn't it's he have just, just the two bar? Just the two with bar. The... It's just I don't know. It looked good. Look good. Yeah. He always looks sharp out there. They're, now they've got the uh, the ones I really like now are the uh, the three the three bars horizontally, and then the two verticals. Okay, okay. I, I really like that. It's kind of you know a little rendition on the uh, Antoine Winfield. Did you see when Diggs scored his first touchdown? He fake took off his helmet. Yeah, I did see that. He gave it the little. <laughs> yeah, ah, <it's> so fast. <laughs> oh. um, uh, so next, Teddy. Should we just jump into them since Diggs, we just talked yeah. about them? Because we're both going to say Kirk. We're yep. both going to say Diggs. Stefan Diggs. It's what he needed. Yep. I uh, mean, last week, Thielen had his big yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like, oh, you know, now, now, now it's Diggs' turn. Mm-hmm. And we were clamoring for it last week. We're like, why and, don't we run these plays to Diggs? And I feel like it's like Diggs just needed to have this game to know, like, the ball will eventually come back to me. I will have my games. Yep. It's like... Sometimes we're gonna win by a lot, and you're only gonna watch. You're gonna watch Thielen get all the catches. Like some games, it's gonna be Dalvin Cook. He just needed his game. He dominated. Yeah, and a, a lot of I don't know because a lot of a lot of people were like, oh, you know, maybe maybe it is time to you know part ways with Diggs. And you got like somebody mm-hmm. on, and I think it was uh, not pro football, pro football talk, and they're like. Uh, do, do the Vikings need Diggs to succeed? Like, are they better off without him? Like, can they trade him for someone? It's like, no. Because, like, you have Diggs and Thielen on opposite sides. Like, all of a sudden, half their defense is paying attention to two people. Well, and it's like, it's, it's why so get hard to double-team both of them with the run game we have. Yeah, and why trade good players yeah. that are under contract for five years? And take a cap hit and stuff. You know, yeah. you just, that, and that's, I think that's sort of what ended up happening. They're like, we're not trading you. No, we're not joking like the Jaguars. Like, we're not trading you. It's five years. It's not two years. Yeah, like, it's you five. just resigned here, dude. Like, sorry. So I don't know, but it was I don't know watching him run go routes. That's what I like to see. Like, I feel like even last year, it was a lot of short stuff to Thielen and Diggs, and like I just not enough. Even though they did a ton of passing, it wasn't a crazy amount of deep shots. We were doing a lot of deep shots. Our like yards per attempt is super high. You know, um, and the Diggs' second touchdown when he ran past uh, Razul Douglas again, he gets, again. like, like immediately gets behind him. He's like, oh, throw up the hand. Uh-huh. And he's, he's, like, and he's, pointing, like, ahead, like, right here. This is where I want it. Yep, and he he's not running full speed. And then you can see, like, he's like, oh, that ball's further than I, than I want it. And he just puts on the little burst at the oh, end. Yeah. And he had to hands catch it. It's just so smooth. Yep. Just plucks it. Can't, like, do the little basket like the one before because it was a little bit further out in front of him. Yeah. He said that on the sidelines because there was, again, on the sounds of the game thing, he was like, yeah, I was running down the sideline, had to put the turbo on. He's like, <laughs> going like that. It's too funny, too, because before one of the plays, they didn't show which one it was. 
Maybe they didn't. I missed it. But he goes up to Stefanski and goes like, "That'll work. That shit's gonna work." Really? And then they went and scored a touchdown. <laughs> and, and that second touchdown, Kirk could have picked his poison there. He could have hit feeling across the middle, Diggs over top, or BC burned his guy. BC too. was more open than Diggs. Yeah. It, I don't understand. It, so it was quarters coverage, but no one did anything. Yeah. No. Like, the, it's the, like they both all see- bought on the run or something. Like, they they bought on the. It's not. I don't, I don't know if they bought the run, but they definitely tried to jump the crossing route yeah, from Thielen. It was, and it's like uh, we're running two guys right up the right, right down the sidelines. Both of them open by ten plus yards. Like it's just weird. I love how he called that immediately too. Like just usually it's like okay, we got our deep shot. Let's start doing other stuff. No play action bomb right away. Like, yep. and that's a great call. That first digs touchdown. Like I really like the uh, where Cousins put it. You know, he threw it more towards the middle of the yeah. field. There's no one there, so like let him go get that and then able to keep running into the you know into the end zone. And yep. it's, I feel like it's an easier catch for Diggs too. Like coming over the middle than like trying to go over the shoulder. Yeah, true. So, I mean, I don't know. Cousins and Diggs, great game. Third they had a third touchdown too. They did. Yeah. And that one doesn't get talked about as much, but he uh, he made that cornerback look. Craig James looks silly. That was Craig James. Yeah, it was made Craig, Craig James. James look silly. I think Craig James now has to call Stefan Diggs daddy <laughs> because, I mean. I, that was rough. That, well, that was his best route. Like, the other two, he just ran faster than the guy next. Uh, I mean, the first one, he burned him. The second one, the guy clearly. He was expecting help he over He thought the top. he had help, and it was a complete bust coverage. The third one. Immediately, I was like, oh, Thielen running that crosser. Like, usually you get that in that 10 yard, like 10 to go to the goal line area. You yep. get that play action, and then you just kind of just drop it in there. But that safety, there's the single high safety, and he cut it off. Well, yep. that means Diggs is one on one. Yeah, he did that little uh, stick knot, I think is what they call it. Yeah, because it, it looks route. like you're going out to a corner, like a, just to do like a fade to the corner, like an up and out, and he just cuts right back in. And it's a ridiculous route runner. Yeah. And then toe taps, gets the ball in there. Oh. Digs. He needed that. Yep. I, I, we needed it, yeah. too. It was so much fun. Was I, like, I love watching The Stephon second Diggs. bomb, I was like, oh, my gosh. That is, hell, like, amazing. Like, Did you, Were you able to go through uh, the concert and everything without hearing the score? Yes. I put my phone in airplane mode. So, actually, like, the first band we wanted to see was at 2. But it takes, like, a half hour to get there. Like, we had to walk. It's, like, a 20-minute walk. And then, like, we want to get drinks and food and stuff. So, I didn't start. The, I just I recorded the game. Paused it at 12.01, right when they were, like, doing the pregame, like, kickoff thing. Yep. So then I, we left. And I had my phone in airplay mode, and I was like, oh, I'll keep the Wi-Fi on, though, uh, so I can do uh, – my snaps will upload when we're in, like, the – so the VIP area has Wi-Fi. Yep. So, like, oh, I'll walk through. So I immediately get there, and my phone starts beeping. And I was like, oh, wait, I can't have Wi-Fi on. This whole thing's going to backfire. I'm going to get yeah. alerts from, my like ESPN or text messages. First thing I see is a text from Ben. And I was like, I can't look at it. I can't look at it. Here, just Jessica, put- take my phone. <laughs> yeah. And, like – I'm like, what? I'm like, okay, what did it say? What did it say? And she said, it says something about calls. Because, like, she just oh, swiped the it. the great play calls. See, and what I thought was, like, oh, man, these refs must be jobbing us. <laughs> these fucking refs are screwing us, man. So I was like, and then the whole time I'm paranoid. I was just like, some jerk's going to tell me the score. Even though, like, we're at a music festival. No one's talking about it. Yeah, in Austin, and Texas. In so. Austin, Texas. No one cares. I mean, there's a couple random Viking jerseys here and there. Um, just because people like to wear jerseys at music festivals. Plus, oh. Lizzo was playing. Oh, okay. She mentions the Vikings. So people, some people wore jerseys to that. But... I walk into the, the VIP section again, and I go into the bar, and there's fucking two TVs playing Red Zone on. Oh, I'm, oh I just turned and went the other direction. I was <laughs> like, why would there be TVs with a Red Zone on here? Like, this is ridiculous. But, yeah, got back, made it the whole way. Right on. 
good deal. The game. Got to fast forward through. I, uh, I was texting Ben. I I almost sent it to like a group. I'm like, wait, Darren's not going to pay attention to this anyways. I'm going to go talk to Ben. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think I had warned him, so he like texted me, and I was like, oh, right on. Swipe that away, and then like, you know, half hour into the game, I'm like, he must have been talking about how good the play calls were. Oh yeah, as you were watching. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, because there's been no controversial ref calls. And these play cards are ridiculously good. good. So then I pulled it and I was like, okay, yep, that's what he meant. But so yeah, I didn't get the game ruined. Good. Although I was like stressed there, the whole yeah. time. Which which made it better when you watched it. You're like, oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. But Jessica's like, would you calm down? Like, no one's gonna tell you the score. I'm like, anyone of these people could randomly tell me the score. <laughs> Trust nobody. The musicians are gonna say something. Yeah. Well, I see a lot of Viking jerseys out there. Good one today, son of a bitch. I made sure to wear my Teddy jersey on Saturday. There you so go. no one was like, oh, did you see the Vikings? Oh. Can't have that. So, But, um, yeah, I don't know. When I saw that second touchdown, I was like, fuck yeah. Like, just for Diggs to get it, two bombs, Cousins hit him. I don't know. It was like exactly what our offense needs to look like. Yeah, it was funny. My uh, my dad texted me before the game, and he's like, I think Diggs is going to get 11 for 130 today. And he's like, and then he's like, I'll take it back, 7 for 130. And then I, t- I replied to him, I'm like, Diggs is going to get four for 40, and we all know it. <laughs> well, then he texts me after the second bomb. He's like, but did I mention that all was going to come in the first half? <laughs> <laughs> he now leads the team in receiving yards. Does he really? Yeah, like it was that easy. Just, I mean, he, it's funny that he actually, like the game he bitched about afterward, the, that game he had 100 yards in. The yeah. Giants game. So, and yeah, then the Packer no, uh, game. No, Bears game. He had 100 Oh, yeah, yeah. The Bears game he had 100 yards. Yeah, garbage time, whatever. But, like, they're still – Exist so, yeah. and the Packer game he had a fifty yard bomb too. So, oh, that's so right. like but that was his only only catch that game, wasn't it? I think so, like close to it. I know yeah. he had the. Yeah, I think I think it was it just one, one for fifty one in a touchdown. Um, you got another Teddy. A lot to choose from, I guess. Yeah, and it's kind of hard. I I'm gonna. I just want to talk. Uh, just the discipline. Only four penalties. Yeah, which has been a major issue up until now. We were averaging, I think, like damn near nine a game. Mm-hmm. So. Cut it in half. What were the four penalties? I don't even remember. Did we have any full starts or anything? I don't think it was full start. I think we had Griffin. one holding on Dozier yep. on a nice Cook run because I was like, you need them fantasy points from Cook. He's not doing much. Yep. And then holding. But then I think the very next play was like a Madison like 15-yard run. Yeah. Um, that you, what was the one on defense? Penalties on defense? Did Griffin jump off sides once? I don't remember that. I don't really remember the penalties at all. Yeah. When I when I, I saw we had the Dozier flag. When I saw we had four, I'm like, oh, that seems like it was a lot. Huh. You yeah. know, I don't remember. Don't remember many penalties. I thought there was a few that they could have called on Trey Wayne's. Yes, definitely. Like, I feel like a different ref might have thrown the flag, and I would have been like, okay, like ticky tack maybe. But he's he's it's they're hand fighting, which the announcers were kind of like, ah, they're letting him play. But then like they flagged the guy on Diggs, yeah, like, pretty quickly, and I was like, all right, it's kind of similar, but. Uh, I, I we had another holding call, I'm or sure was it did. just Dozier? No, oh. I'm sure we might have. But I oh. like Wayne's though when he would like make the play, he'd like look up at the ref like, like just to make sure before he starts celebrating that he's not going to get flagged. And yeah. he's, oh right, and then he starts, yeah. starts waving the hands incomplete. <laughs> That's right, no fly zone. Yeah. <laughs> um, some are saying he's having a bad season though. You know, Trey Wayne's. One yeah. person, one guy wrote a whole article about it, <laughs> and everyone's like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. Trey Waynes is fine. Trey Waynes is one of, like one of the players I'm not worried about. Yeah, like and also our defense has this was the most points they give up in a game. I think was it twenty? Was it twenty? This how many did we give up? Twenty. We gave up tw- twenty. Was it twenty? Did they no. stop at twenty? 
So the Packers was more because we gave up 21 in that game. 38-24? Was it 38-24? That sounds I think, I think that's what it was. I think we won by 14. I think it was 38-24. So and yeah, because the, the Pack- most we gave yeah, up. Yeah, because Packers game, we gave 21. up 21. Yep. Bears game, it was 16. Raiders, Giants didn't score much. Yeah, I think that's the No, most- it was 20-38. to 20-38. Yeah. So they made it 20-24, to and then we scored two more touchdowns. That's so. pretty good. So we've given up. Less than 20 every game besides the Packers, and this one was 20. Like, I mean, and that Packer game was like one quarter. One quarter of a bad season so far. I think it was like 16 minutes, you know, and all of a sudden Otherwise, outside of that, our defense has been locking down everyone. Yeah. Um, But what we were talking about, discipline? Yeah, the lack of penalties. Yeah. We needed that because I feel like even in our wins, we've had a lot of penalties. Yeah. Yeah. I, didn't we have like ten right away against the Falcons? We had a yeah, oh yeah. Week one was bad. I mean, yeah. we've had a lot of holding, a lot of I feel like a lot of passing fits. Oh, well, t- penalties are way up right now in the NFL. Yeah, They're and I think a lot everything. of those hold. I think you brought it up a different episode, but I feel like we get called a lot more holding, a lot more holding calls in this zone scheme. I think so too. I think because you're more, just moving past people and, and it's all. You open up those cutback lanes, and a guy's guarded grabbing, and they try to go that way, and you're yanking on him. Plus, yep. you're like out in space more, so yep. I feel like that could be part of the issue. But this game we did good. I only remember one. There might have been another one. There were four penalties. I feel like there's probably two holdings in there. Yeah. Maybe they called one on the receiver. Um, I'm going to say for another Teddy, Kevin Spansky. <laughs> I love this guy. He's so We're going to lose him. Uh, yeah, I for think sure. people might have thought we were jumping the gun last week talking about that. I mean, I just think his offense has been really good. I think people were a little thrown off because early on we blew people out and just ran, ran, ran. And then I think Kirk Cousins was missing the deep shots. Yeah. If he hit some of them damn deep shots. And the thing with Stefanski, you know, like, you know, everyone's looking for, like, McVeigh, Shanahan, stuff like that. Stefanski's what, 42? Yeah, he's young, he's which been is around- what's going to annoy me. Yeah. He's been on our organization for, like, 10-plus years through all the coaches. He's young, and now someone's going to poach him. I, mean, I love the clay calls. We called a reverse right away to Diggs. We called Diggs was clearly going to throw one of those balls. Yep. And I love how he just like pumps it, jumping around. Uh, just all the play action, the screens, so many good screens. I mean, the Rudolph screens, which I know people are clamoring for Irv Smith to get those, but, but it, they don't it, suspect they, it to Rudolph. Exactly. They, and he gets you six yards. Exactly. If it's a first down screen call, boom, six yards and yeah. second and four. Exactly. And you know You can run anything at that point. Yeah. I, you can I, run a draw, you can literally just run right up the middle if you mm-hmm. want. You can throw a deep shot because it's only four yards to the first down. Yeah, we down. can run for that, you know. And I think if you were to put Irv Smith there, I think people kinda key in like what's he what's he doing? You know? Yeah, why 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 is Irv Smith out here? We're yeah. you know like, and why is he lining up in line like with you know, is I mean a suit you'd have to have Rudolph also out there, otherwise you're really just making it blatant. Like Yeah. This is an this is an Irv play. It's almost like when you put Cordero Patterson out there, it's, oh, here comes a Cordero play. Like, yeah. why is he out on the field? This is weird. But even on the uh, – we did the shovel pass in the red zone. Yep. I was like, this looks like a shovel pass formation. Like, Irv's, like, standing up behind Rudolph. It just – I think Brandon Graham also was like, oh, the old shovel pass and just yep. completely it, it was either that or they were going to do uh, an inside zone and have uh, Irv Smith come at and yeah. hit the backside block. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's – yeah, either way, that Dion just came flying in and smoked him. So, But I just, Stefanski, I think so, that whole game was like we were one step ahead of them in every phase. To go no. back to the play-action bomb. Yeah, right away. Touchdowns, yeah. I mean, 
It's like, oh, they didn't stop the vertical route. You know, on the backside of that play either, it didn't look like they had good coverage. So, so let's run two guys up. Uh, yeah. You know? Keep attacking their weakness. Yeah, I like the uh, the wheel route to Irv. Yep. Which was a big play because I think it was when they cut it to four points. And then we were sort of backed up. Like, I think we actually were on like the 20 or 25. Because most of that game we spent with really good field position. And all, we one play and we're already to 40 because Irv Smith got open on a awesome wheel route. So, I don't know. I just... Kirk Cousins was on his little radio show talking about the play calling, and he's like, every play call that came in, I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to work. This <laughs> yeah. is going to work. And he was talking about he had a couple plays that he really liked that he wanted called at certain points, and he said, um, well, we must have had a full start because he's – no, wait, he, the defense went offside. He said they called it, and the defense jumped offsides, so then they, but they ended up running it later. It was the B.C. Johnson oh, okay. uh, first down. Yeah. That one, and then the touchdown, the third touchdown to Diggs, he said, was like one of his favorite plays. Really? Uh, yeah, so – See, it helps when your quarterback's going, oh, yeah, this is going to work. Yeah. He's like, play call's coming in. I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. This is going to be good. Uh, and, like, Kirk looked like he was having so much fun slinging it. Like, like he, he always, besides that Bears game and, I guess, the pack. so the two losses, like, the dude's just having a good time out there slinging the yeah, football. Yeah, which is better because it seems – I don't know. He seems a little less robotic when he's just – Having I don't know, fun. Having fun. And like, there's the pocket movement. He's moving around. He, I mean, the second bomb to Diggs, he comes out the field and he's celebrating with like the line coach and all these you know people jumping yep. up and down. I just, yeah, it seems like a, a much better vibe. It's like when he plays tight, he starts getting robotic and he starts getting like, he's seeing ghosts in the pocket. And maybe that, I don't know, it's like almost like you got to get him going in the game. Yeah. Whereas like if you start off with a bad drive, all of a sudden... He's like, oh, like, just just make yeah. the play. Don't try to create a play. Just make yeah. take what's giving given. Yeah. To now us. he's like, I don't know. It's it's he's kind of open, kind of. Not. I'll check it down to CJ. Yeah. yeah. So and somebody, uh, God, who was I reading today? But they were saying something about you know, oh, they they were comparing Stafford and Kirk. I think it was just a little like minute yeah. and a half clip. Um, and he was saying like, you know. Kirk's one of those guys where unless his guy's completely open downfield, he's not going to throw them unless they're completely open. He's, But, like, whereas, like, Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, dude's fearless mm-hmm. in, like, those offenses where it's just like, well, I'm going to throw the ball and hopefully the, the dude like comes Case out. Keenum literally was just throwing it to people that were covered constantly. Yep. Which I think Kirk Cousins kind of has to, like, learn to, like, risk it more, which... But at the same time, I mean, I, I agree... But, like, from Kirk's standpoint, like, if we're going to compare Keenum to Kirk, Kirk's got a lot to lose. Keenum literally had nothing to lose when he's throwing those uh, balls up in the air. It's like, well, you know, I'm I'm a bat. Uh, I was a third-string quarterback coming in here. Yeah. Like, just throw the ball, he's make some play. plays. Yeah. And I think that's always sort of been in Case Keenum's DNA of, like, how he plays like that. Because yeah. you could look at it, too. Like, Keenum – while he was kind of playing with house money, he also could have lost his job any week. Zimmer wouldn't even confirm he was the starter. Like yeah, he it was like, could have been like, "All right, Teddy." You know, he had like one bad game, and it was like, "Are we benching him?" Whereas like Kirk, he ain't ever getting benched. He makes way too much money. Yeah. But then there's the pressure of that. Like, I don't know. I everyone talks about my guaranteed contract and all this money, and I I really wonder if like that does that bother Kirk that we're all talking about how much guaranteed no money he has? Because he again, he's just ignorant to all of it. Well, let's be real. I mean, three years, $84 million guaranteed. If we added two more years on that that Which weren't guaranteed. Yeah. Like, 
Nobody's saying anything. Yeah. Oh, he's a four, eighty-four million guaranteed. It's like no, because every quarterback's making that much right now. Yeah, it's he it's, was just his agent smart enough, to, or him and his agent were like, we're not playing for non-guaranteed money. Well, I love this franchise tag that we've done the last two yeah. years. We made a bunch of money. Let's roll with it again. He basically did what all the NBA players are doing: shorter contracts. No, nope. why? Why sign a five-year deal? The the thing was always like, oh, you protect yourself against getting hurt. But actually, like statistically, you're probably not going to get hurt. And even if you do. If Kirk Cousins uh, tore his ACL right now and became a free agent at the end of the season, he would still get a bunch of money to go be a starting quarterback. And like, unless you Alex Smith and blow your whole leg up. 17 surgeries. Yeah, Did you see that? Surgeries. He needed 17 yeah. surgeries on a broken fibula? Yeah, I think that doctor might have messed up. Uh, I would say so. Uh. I mean, at least he, you know, didn't, you know, lo- actually probably never plays another down in the NFL. He said he was throwing on the side uh, probably with his – I don't know, his kid or something. I mean, was he moving mm-hmm. his legs? <laughs> At least he didn't, I don't know, did he nerve damage? I mean, I was going to bring up Sheree Floyd. Sheree Floyd's career was basically ruined because some doctor, I don't know, nicked a nerve or something. Yeah, and like, and a lot of people are like talking, I, don't, I guess not a lot of people, but I did like see some somebody do like a redraft of that year, and oh, they yeah. still had like Sheree Floyd in the top 20. Like, if had you, he stayed healthy, yeah, absolutely. Do you forget like how good yeah. he was? Because the dude was going to be like, a pro pro bowler mm-hmm. for a long time coming. If not, but he was going to be like one of, like on the cusp. But like I don't know, Kirk Cousins. If he like you said, if he were to tear his ACL, he's still going to get a boatload of money. And the odds are you aren't going to tear your ACL. Like he's clearly shown he can stay healthy. That's like one of his best assets. Yeah, he's been in the league for eight years. I don't think he's ever missed a start. I, I I think since he became the starter, I don't think he's ever missed a start. Yeah. So like for him, I'll take three years guaranteed money. And I'll just become a free agent again in the fourth year. And then I get to reset my market. I get to go back to the top of the – because he's already, like, sixth highest-paid quarterback or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. They get – like, immediately you're, like, you know – like, Zeno Hunter, that guy got robbed. Diggs, like, all these guys have like, – we're not paying top anything. Even, I mean, Anthony Barr took less money to stay here. So, like, well, Cousins basically said, all right, cool. Uh, I mean, especially as a quarterback, the league doesn't even let Lyman barely touch you. Yeah. So I understand that if you're a running back, okay, give me as long a contract as possible. But again, it's still not even guaranteed, though. So what does it really matter? Yeah, because, like, Todd Gurley signed a five-year deal, but only, like, the first two or three years are fully guaranteed. So I don't get why anyone would do that. Like, they'll just cut you. Yeah, because then all of a sudden, like, you know, it's uh, Kirk's fourth year. It's non-guaranteed. He's making $32 million or whatever it would be. If he's not very good and we don't like him, we'd just cut him. Yeah. So, like, but what's then he's the, back on the market anyways. Yeah, what's the upside? I, I guess I guess you don't want to put yourself in a position where you're, I, I don't know. Like, Daniel Hunter, why didn't he sign a three-year deal? Because by the time his contract's up, he's going to be 28 only still. Yeah. And he's in line for another big contract. Well, when did we re-sign him? La- before last season. I mean, the guys on, what? I saw, what was it? So last year, at the time, Daniil Hunter signed his contract. By the time his contract is up, he will he will be younger than Khalil Mack was at the time. When he too. signed his big deal, yeah. yeah. So, so I guess if you sign if he signs a three year deal, I guess I guess I don't know what the reasoning is for not doing that. I don't know. Either you're going to be terrible in three years. And they would have cut you anyways, or you're going to be really, really good, and, and they have paid. control over you on an unguaranteed contract. I don't know. I feel like the NBA players have learned how to do it. 
it's kind of annoying though because the teams are players switch constantly now. Yeah, it's like give me that one year with one option on it. Yeah, I, basically it's a bunch of one year deals, and it's like all right, redo, redo, yeah, max, one max. and one or yeah. two and one. Yeah. And so, anyways, but uh, uh, Stefanski. I mean, now after we yeah, went all, we'll, we'll bring it back. Right? We'll bring it back. But those are you guys' favorite. I hear you love it when we just go off on different <laughs> tangents. Um, so we did discipline, Stefanski, Cousins, Diggs. Anyone else stand out? I mean, other players had great games. I mean, yeah. I feel like overall, the defense played pretty well, but nothing like too crazy. Yeah. Um, I, Madison, a couple of nice Madison runs. Got a lot of run too. Yeah. I, I like how they were like, let's 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 keep the hits off Cook. Why not? Like, yep. Madison's got that that build and stuff where it's like, all right, you can be the clock trainer. Although then he fumbled it. It's a little annoying. If yeah. you want to be like the uh, what's the word when you're you know you put the game away, you know, like the closer. Yeah, sure. Uh, the you're, finisher. You're, you're gonna fumble it. You yeah. can't do that. And, and that I. I did like that. There's what, like six minutes left, and it's like, all right, let's take Cook out of the game. Yeah, yeah. Let's, you know, not let's, let's get rid of it. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, giving it to Madison, having him show what he can do, bringing to the team. I mean, I'd rather have Hakeem Butler, but, you know, that's yeah, not oh the point. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> terrible pick. Way to trade down and get four more picks and then take this guy. Yep. I mean, that, and that's the thing. Like, didn't dude call it the worst pick in the entire draft? Yeah, and, the worst pick in the draft. Yeah, and that's two straight years somebody has said that about someone because I remember last year SB Nation or Bleacher Report called uh, Darius Leonard the worst pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. And it's like, boom, back-to-back years. Who you guys, like, you're a fucking sports writer. I mean, I get it. That's your job to, like, analyze and everything. But – don't say something stupid like that. <laughs> I guess it's like I, I just hate when they people act like they know because it's like even the NFL teams don't know. Like everyone thought, uh, you know, Charles Rogers is going to be a star. Like, Tavon Austin. All uh, these guys. And like some people might have been against, but like. Ryan Leaf. Yeah, like I don't know. To just act like you somehow know when no one really knows. Yeah. Like, and, and like you, if you watch anything from Hakeem Butler at Iowa State – Dude had like a 17% drop rate. Drops transition to the NFL with you. And I feel like part of that worst pick of the draft is just the whole like running backs don't matter mentality, which like. Establish the run. I can't stop. Oh my gosh. You've got to stop. I am. I just want like a whole segment on bashing Evan Silva and I want to send it to his ass. It's a lot. It's, It's him, but it's a lot. There's a whole bunch of other people. It's just constantly all they talk about is how. Running backs don't matter or just – just, and they always have to make a joke about it. Like, again, the establish the run thing, yeah. you know, and it's like, oh, my gosh. And it's like, oh, you know, running backs don't matter. You know, C.J. Anderson had 100-yard – back-to-back 100-yard games while Gurley was out last year. Well, yeah, it's because of the Rams' offense. Yeah. Like – uh, But don't tell me that freaking Naheem Hines can do the same thing in our offense that Delvin Cook can do. Don't tell me that – Don't tell me that Jamal Williams – Joe William, whichever one is in Green Bay, Jamal. can can do the same things that Aaron Jones can do in that offense. I mean, he had over 100 yards. Okay, that's not the point. Are you are you on Evan Silva's side? <laughs> I'm not. But like, I just like on a I weekend, saw Matt Asiata and Jared McKinnon. Dalvin Cook is and Toby Gerhardt. Yeah, I mean, come on. Also, they they always talk about how like you know running the ball this that it's like they do catch the ball too. Yeah. Uh, Dalvin Cook has like 800 all-purpose yards. Screens. David Johnson? Did you see Miles Sanders last week? Yeah. We're just going to pretend like that's something any running back can do. You're telling me Jordan Howard can do that same thing? 
Yeah, no, exactly. He can't. That's no. why he doesn't do it. You know, like, I just, I don't know. And it's just, I don't know. They're all so smug. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest problem. Like, I actually believe, yeah, like, I see what stats you're giving, and it, it does probably, there is probably some truth to it, but you just sound like assholes. Yep. You know, you just. You like, know. it's almost like they, they said it once as a joke, not really, like, joking, but, like, said it once, and all of a sudden, everyone loved it, and they're like, well, this is yeah. my bit. <laughs> this is what we're going to do now. We're just going to talk about. Uh, like it, I don't know, so, some team was down by like seventeen or whatnot, and they ran they ran the ball like twice in a row or like three times in a row, three times in a row went three and out, and he's like down by seventeen uh, in the third quarter. Now's a good time to establish the run. Yeah. It's like oh, they're just waiting for it. No, it, no, dude, they're. They tried running the ball because it's like, oh, clearly passing hasn't worked. Let's see if we can catch him off guard. Yeah. It didn't, so they never did it again. Someone was bitching, too. It was uh, going into the half, uh, third and, like, 18 from the goal line. Yep. And they ran the ball. Okay. And the guy, well, you just give up. You know, what are you doing? Why didn't you pass it there? You can try to go for the end zone. And all these other people were like, well, the other team didn't have any timeouts. It was towards the end of the half. So what they did, they ran the ball. They drained 40 seconds. They kicked a field goal. The other team had no chance to go down the field. Oh. Had they thrown a pass on third and 18, it's probably not going to be complete. Yep. So we know what's going to happen. You're going to throw an incompletion. You're going to kick a field goal. And now the other team has a minute to go down the field. So it's like clock management. You're just going to pretend that doesn't exist. Yeah. The fact, I, so watching more videos too of like the of the NFL films like where the players are talking about just breaking down plays. And there's so much of like, I noticed this guy's stance. I noticed this formation. I noticed this thing. That has nothing to do, like, no stat can show that. Like, Malcolm Jenkins was like, this formation, I've noticed they only run dive plays out of. So as soon as I saw that the running back was running this way, I knew it was a pass and I bailed out. It's like, I don't know how you can, like, that. maybe that play would have worked perfectly, but Malcolm Jenkins is just so smart that he blew that whole play up. Yeah. So now it's like, oh, that was a, a low EPA play call. If you look at the statistical models, it's like, so if Malcolm Jenkins didn't exist, it would have been a pretty good play. Yeah. Like, I don't know, maybe nine times out of ten that works, but there's human, there's 11 humans making random decisions. This isn't baseball. I no. just don't know how you could, like. It, I, I'm really, really starting to hate analytics, like, in the NFL. Because, like, again, you can. Like obviously, there's there's some stats that are like, yo, oh yeah, like that's that's good. Yeah. Like it, it it shows like it shows up on tape and it shows yeah. up in the game and it makes sense. But then there's some where it's just like, dude, uh, yeah, of course a one yard run is not you know worth as much as the 15 yard pass. Yeah, but you know, you're going to get a couple one-yard runs. They are not. They can't all go for 10 yards. Right. And Just like you're going to throw a screen, and sometimes it's going to get blown up. Yeah, and it's going to get blown up not because of some, I don't know, crazy idea that there's a certain like, most efficient play call. It's because uh, Eric Hendricks on that down happened to notice the lineman pull and went and chased it and got it. Like, It's just so – I think I, what I don't like about it is like it's like trying to take baseball where it's so – Baseball is made for analytics. Yep. It's a bunch of one-on-one matchups. Like, there's no there's no running clock. There's no, all, like, jeez. All, all of it. Like, and, yeah, base, baseball is a – It makes pro- sense. Yeah. What's going on here? My phone is blowing up. It, it's a prime example because, like – And they've got so many different stats for baseball. Like, because now you it, can. Yeah, and now it just seems like they're just – 
making things up for football. football. Yeah, it's like, oh, they do this, uh, you know, wins above replacement. Let's make, let's figure it out. How do you calculate that? It doesn't make any sense to me how that's possible. No, you can't in football because like the men, like the mental part of the game is worth just as much as like what you're putting on on the field. It's it just seems so much more. There's 22 players out on the field. All doing different things. All so like, seeing different things. Yeah. All noticing different like, things. Was was Stefanski's call of a play action bomb to Diggs good because, like, in that, I don't know, efficiently, whatever you want to say it, it's a great play call? Or did uh, Rasul Douglas just think he had coverage over the top and that safety blew it? Yeah. Like, I don't... You, you, can't, you can't measure that because you don't know what's going on in that safety's head unless yeah. you literally got on the phone with them and go, all right, so explain this play to me because in, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to grade you right, right here. Where in baseball, it's like you get 100 at-bats, you hit 40 of them, you know, that's math. And uh, you brought up uh, one thing about, like, the analytics uh, shit. I had it, and it just went away. Well, even the guy who was saying Trey Reigns was struggling, yeah, he – he points to the fact that he's given up, like, you know, I don't know, 600 yards, whatever it is, 400 yards. I don't know how many yards. A lot of yards, kind of, I guess. In this guy's world, it was a lot of yards. Um, okay, what about the fact that we're playing soft zone in, uh, you know, the, the second half of five of our games because we're up by 20 points? He's giving them eight yards. Yeah, it's like, here, please take eight yards. Because you know what we're take doing 12. right now? We're just making sure you don't score quickly because if you got to do three long drives, we win. Because the clock will hit zero, so it's, yep. I don't know. It's just like, yeah, it's just. It's I, just, I remember what I was gonna gonna say. The uh, I forget which D tackle it was, but he said like uh, he noticed like the guard like uh, pre snap was like faced a different direction or like mm-hmm. had this weird like little like twitch to him or something like that. And he's like, so I knew that he was pulling. Yeah, that was the uh, Hakeem Hicks. I think we talked about it like I don't know in the off season or whatever. Yeah, it might have been preseason. Yeah, but yeah, like. And, that was the thing I was bringing up about Pro Football Focus, which I get what they do. You know, they look at every play and they grade each player. Like, did this guy do good? Did this guy do bad? But that guy in front of him got screwed because the guard two down gave away the play. Yep. Not the guy in front of him, but now this guy's got a disadvantage because Akeem Hicks is like, all right, I'm jumping this gap. Yeah. He's got no chance. I'm going right so, between these guys. Did you see Zimmer's reaction uh, when the some uh, media member, he's at his, press, his uh, daily press conference or whatever it is, and he goes, did you see that Eric Hendricks is the uh, number two rated linebacker on Pro Football Focus? And Zimmer just goes, yes! <laughs> just been waiting for that one. He, he started it with, uh, you're you're not a big fan of Pro Football Focus, right? And he goes, nope. Nope. Just nope right away. And then he goes, well, well a- did you happen to see that? Kendrick? And he's, he just sarcastically like, so, <laughs> yes! That's, that's big. Uh, Kendricks is, uh, I mean, dude's... Earning his money this year, yeah, I feel like he stepped sure. up for sure. Yeah, uh, he's he's playing a lot better. It reminds me of how he was playing two years ago. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the uh, the opening week in Tennessee at the pick six. Yeah, yeah. Um, throughout the year, he's he was making plays, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's kind of like kind of letting him just do his own thing again, or if he's just more disciplined in the plays. But I don't maybe know. it's Shamar Stephens, you know, actually keeping. Lyman off him. I don't know. That I mean, could be I know it they too. talked about that kind of with Sheldon was kind of doing more up the field, trying to make plays for himself, which is fine and all, but different style. Yeah. Maybe this is letting the linebackers make more plays. Yeah, Stefan Stefan doesn't seem to make a lot of plays. He doesn't yeah. seem to be in there a lot, but I mean he it's, obviously does his job. I feel like it's similar to Joseph. Both our tackles don't really as far as like pass just rushing, control even, the line. Yeah, of even scrimmage. like run stopping. It's like they're gapping in there and making plays. They're just sort of occupying blockers and oh. controlling the line of scrimmage. And letting, you know, like we had a couple of plays where Barr just jumps through a gap. 
and just blows up a play in the backfield. So, no. I mean, it it's working. Seems to be working very well. So um, Didn't need a three-tech. We were wrong. We were wrong. <laughs> apparently, it wasn't going to be uh, Jalen Holmes. It wasn't going to be Jaleel Johnson. It wasn't Hercules. Hercules. Stefan. Shamar Stefan. He's just going to basically be like a fat three-tech that just It's fine, with, yeah, fine it's by me. What the hell were we talking about that? Let's Dude, we were back. talking about Stefanski. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's just yeah. like, because we're still in our teddies. Well, we got to yeah, establish the run. Fucking oh, yeah, we got oh, yeah. Rip it on everyone. You know who runs the most in the NFL right now? Please say the Patriots. The 49ers. Oh, but makes sense. I know what they'll say. Well, they're running more because they're ahead, which is true. I do think what happens though, is you get idiots like, you know, Jerry Jones, who goes, you know, when we run Zeke more than 25 times, we're 12-0. and 0. Yeah. And then everyone replies with, I heard when you kneel the ball twice, you're too, you know undefeated. Oh, Why not yeah. just kneel the ball a game? That's where I think the statistical people make sense. Because you're like, that's your you're ass backwards. The reason you run the ball a ton a lot of times is because you're up a lot and yeah. you're running clock. Like, it, it's different. It's like, if you were to say, you know, when Zeke gets you know, six yards a carry throughout the game, that's when we're yeah. 12 and 0 or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, number of carries... Number of carries is a nonsense. It's a, it's a, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's a bad way to look at it. I just think it's like, you just want to call the plays that the defense doesn't expect. Yep. And if they if, Catch if a team's guard. playing you and they're double-teaming Thielen and Diggs, you should be able to run the ball. You run a bunch of draws. So, when, like you said, when Cooks get nine yards a carry in New England... And Belichick's running plays where there's seven DBs out there. One down lineman. Yeah. Run the fucking You need to run the ball. I'm sorry if math says that EPA or WPA that you should pass more. Well, not in this situation. Have you ran the numbers on what it is when you're going against seven DBs and they're double teaming, but you're only two good receivers? like if we would have just kept running draws, it's like, yeah, we we probably still keep getting seven to eight, nine yards Yeah, until they switched. You know, until they made a decision. Also, does that look into the fact that when you're playing the Eagles – and they're down to Rasul Douglas and Craig, Craig James. James that maybe passing is clearly your best option. Yeah. But if you're playing a team that has a terrible run defense, maybe run the ball. I mean, I don't, it's just so like, it was like there's like, so many different situations in football that can change what you should do. True. That's, yeah. Where baseball's not like that. No, because like you can, if like, yes, yeah, situations change all the time in baseball, but you can you can create stats for or like there are stats for that yeah. runners in scoring average with runners in scoring position because mm-hmm. it's know, still with all two comes outs down to, to the pitcher throwing a pitch and the batter swinging at it. Oh. It's not like you know, oh this this play would have worked flawlessly, but our left guard tripped over someone. No, so now it's a bad play, but it wouldn't have been. I mean, it's it's. Football is very or, different. Yeah, and like missed blocks or defensive, yeah. you know, defense jumping the snap count and a guy the holding a DN but not getting called for it. I don't yeah. know. Like, what are you supposed to do with all that shit? It's just bizarre. I, I hate I hate it all. They're making me hate it more because yeah. obviously I think there is like some stuff that I think. Oh yeah, that makes sense. I'm sure it is. Play action is a really good thing to do. Yep. Seems pretty clear. And the NFL has been using play action a lot more this year. Yeah, and because I, I think teams are like, oh wait, like statistically it does say that like play action works really well. But then you have people that just use bad stats. And this like one guy posted, we should do more shotgun with Kirk Cousins because look at how good he was the last four years, and we did a lot of shotgun. It's like. Kirk Cousins wasn't that great last year. Like, once teams figured out what we were doing towards the second half, we sucked. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's just like, do we need, like, barely any shotgun versus the Eagles, and he was and fine. like, I don't know. He, I, I, I'm 
kind of a traditionalist in a way. I, I like seeing under center. Like I, I, I don't I, I don't like you know, like the Cardinals, like it's like, oh, they're in shotgun again. Like I don't know. I feel yeah, like I you can't I feel like crap. you can't establish the yeah, run yeah. <laughs> Which, when you're in shotgun. <laughs> well, I, I I think your runs are less they don't work as well. Like Zimmer would say, like almost all the time you're doing an inside zone or an outside zone. It's very rare that you try to do the whole counter, you know. Like, yeah, and you can't and like uh, one of my favorite plays, which they like you hardly ever see, is the toss out of the shotgun. Yeah, yeah. I really like that, but nobody ever runs that. Like that. Filippo tried it a few times. Yes, he did. It didn't work. Pretty sure well. we fumbled one once. Yes. But yes. anyways, uh, that's the teddies. That was a long segment on mostly not even the teddies. It was just on. It was just fun. Yeah, you guys yeah. enjoyed that. Should we hit a break? Hit the troys and uh, hit the lines. Oh yeah, we got the lines too. Absolutely. Uh, we're back. Welcome back. Uh, don't forget. Promo code, overtime. Um, Watch it not be overtime because we don't listen it's to it yet. Guaranteed, it's probably overtime. It's probably overtime. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll hop into the Troys. I don't really have any. I have one, but he was also a Teddy. Diggs uh, dropping two balls. Oh, he's for a guy who went all last season without dropping one. What the hell's going six? on? Six. Seven, this, five? I don't know. I feel like it's between and five and seven. Two this game. There was another game that I thought he had two, maybe three. Like. The the Bears game, he dropped. I mean, I guess one. I guess what I thought was a drop ended up being a fumble. Oh, see, so yeah, Bears but game. even that. Like, I don't know. He just seems like Fumbled it twice already this year. Yeah. What's I, going on with his hands? I think he needs new gloves. <laughs> I mean, that one went right through his hands. Smoked Hit him in the head. The and then he dropped another one where he clearly was, like, looking to go downfield. I don't know. I feel like he's just a little uh, yeah, he, filter a little. You know? Yeah, he pulled his head. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the guy has three touchdowns in a game, 160-some yards. Great game. but Makes the choice. Makes the choice. Pick it up a notch. <laughs> um, but, yeah, besides that, I would say the only other thing was – I didn't like how we kind of let him back in the game. As much as I felt like we still had it, we still gave up the two touchdowns that let him back into it. It was funny. I was, uh, I think we, what did we jump out to? 17 nothing? In this game? Yeah. Four- I feel like they had a field goal in there at some point, but maybe it was. I mean, I'm not sure, but I just remember. I think, I, mean, was, I, think it was, I think it was after our first two touchdowns. I mean, it was 21 to 3 at, at some point. Yeah, maybe it was 21 to 3 or it was 14 nothing. I looked at, uh, at Nick and I go, God. We should probably let them score a little bit so I uh, don't lose interest in this game. <laughs> I was because I was in Austin. They fucking cut away from the game because it was so such a blowout with like six minutes to go. Oh really? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this <laughs> shit? What do you mean you're cutting away Kurt Menefee, you asshole? Oh. So they, uh, so I missed like the Alexander Madison fumble, the Treadwell catch until later on when I rewatched it on the uh, plane ride home. I rewatched the game. Yep. But I got a snap from Rob saying Treadwell season. And I was like, oh, cool, Rob. Like, And he's like, you know, I uh, I sent that because he made that great play. And I was like, Treadwell didn't make a great play. And then I was watching the highlights. I actually had that in the highlights was his catch. I was like, oh, that was a nice play. But yeah. Rob Wade getting in on the Treadwell season, huh? Oh, it's big. I don't know if you know if there's a Treadwell road in Austin. I saw that. Did you see that? You saw that? This is big. This is big. <laughs> Treadwell. Oh, that's how Rob would get it on. I think that's why. Because he said it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I never felt like that game was at it, but it was four-point difference. Like, it was pretty close. So it just was like – It was making me nervous because, like, I'm like, God, I was talking all this shit about Carson Wentz, and then he's maneuvering in and out of the pocket, making a couple plays. Yeah. And then he started sucking again. I was like, all right, that's the Carson Wentz I know and love. (laughs) (laughs) Um but yeah, so besides Diggs and you just giving up a couple touchdowns there, the you know Miles Sanders kind of ran around us a little bit there, yeah. and then yeah, Wentz made the one scramble play where he got Jeffrey for the touchdown. 
uh, I've got a Troy. All those fucking Bison fans in that stadium <laughs> cheering for uh, was there uh, a Carson Wentz. Oh yeah, uh, there there was a time where like it. They they got a first down or maybe it was their first touchdown and the place erupted. It sounded like it erupted. I was like, what the oh, fuck? Where are all these fans coming from? And then they show a thing. And it's like, oh, there's all those Bison fans in there and yeah. they like Carson Wentz. First time Wentz has played it. Well, the first the Vikings. Yeah. No, no, because he mean, didn't play in the Super Bowl either. Oh, that's right. But we played at Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But last first, year, first time in Minnesota. We beat them twice since that fucking title game. Yeah. Easily both times too. God, I can't. St- mm. Thirty-eight-seven, bummer day. There was, yeah. Did you see the little thing they did? They were like, "Oh, they got CJ Ham is from South Dakota." Or, oh yeah, there's like going seven guys all. from the Dakota. And then he's like, "And Dakota Dozier is named Dakota." <laughs> it's like, what the hell are we doing right now? <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> yeah. Was like, what? Um, so yeah, I don't know. There wasn't much bad to talk about that game. I would. Um, Say there's you know not much at all. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll hold the lines open for any of you who want to call in and give me a give me a Troy. If you want to bitch about Trey Wayne's, you know, even though he had a great game, yeah. You know. uh, all right, nobody's calling in, so I think we're done with the Troys. Yeah, I will say, um, you know, Dan Bailey, not a Troy. Obviously, we're done with the Troys. Yeah, but good. Is he back? Like, I Colquitt brought him back. Yeah, is Colquitt the reason why he's? Back? I mean, was Matt Wilde just a terrible holder? He's banging through every kick right down the middle. What does he miss now? One field goal and one extra point? And apparently the extra point was blocked. Oh, because it was the fucking Bears one. Yeah. Where we did, wait, no, Packer Packers one, where Packers. Dick took his helmet off. So it was like a 50-yard extra point, and they blocked it. Yeah, otherwise I think he missed one field goal. Like, he was locked in. Yeah. So that's good to see. Yep. Also, Mike Hughes and Mac Alexander, they're really good. Yes. Mike Hughes needs to play more, which I think we talked about last week that they said he would play more. But Mac is a beast too. Like I don't know, our it sucks is, that our second year will probably never be this good. Yeah, I I would well give it two more weeks. Holton Hill comes back. Now it's never going to get better than that, unless there, unless we have an injury. But I mean, like I, I'm team I'm team trade Rhodes, sign Waynes. I mean Waynes, Hughes, Mac, Hill. I'm team... Or get rid of both of them. That's if what I'm saying. Hol- Holton Hill, Holton Mike Hill Hughes. Hill on one side, Mike Hughes on the other, Mac at the nickel. I mean, you got to get a little depth. But, no, I mean, that's relatively inexpensive yep. besides the fact you have to pay Mac. But but I don't think As Mac's, a nickelback, he's going to get nickelback money. Yeah. You know? And I the... What is that? That Tevin Young for Baltimore or whoever? The I, guy that... Just got paid, or yeah, about yeah, but he was the highest paid nickel corner mm-hmm. in the league. Well, even the it Detroit was, guy got like one of the biggest nickelback. It was like three for twenty six yeah. or Bryce something Callahan like that. Also, I think he got like a three for twenty four. Yeah, kind of deal, so. like the nickel corners don't make a lot of money, yeah. which is kind of funny because they're actually like really important. Yeah, and they talked about that in the game too. How like Mac is starting to embrace like the nickel role yeah. and everything. Um, but right now, like to have Rhodes. I mean, once Hill comes back, he's not playing almost ever. Yeah. But. Uh, unless we literally are just going to go, all right, one drive you, yeah. one drive you. I mean, you could literally do drive a drive you. with Hughes and Holton Hill as your starting corners and yeah. give Rhodes and Wayne's a break. And I think we talked about it a little at <laughs> softball on Monday, how, uh, like, 
it's really nice where like if Trey Waynes, you know, covers a go route, he can just wave over to the sidelines like, yeah, you know, I need a little rest. And then you mm-hmm. got a fresh Mike Hughes or a fresh Holton Hill well, and they're good players. Yeah. Well, it's because it's what receivers always do. They run a go route. What do they do? They wave to the sideline. Nah, like take me out. Like I'm oh. winded. But the corners, most of the time, they got to run all the way back and then do it again. Yeah. Well, Because you don't – not a lot of teams have two good corners. Hardly anyone has three good corners. Can't think of many other teams that have four, mm-hmm. even a potentially a fifth, Coming good in. corner. I mean, you're seeing a lot less J-Ron Curse. You're seeing almost zero of Marcus Apps out there. Yep. I mean, it's – Hughes and Mack have kind of got that nickel job just – Lockdown, they rotate in. Hughes is a little bit on the outside, too. I mean, the fourth down to Jeffrey, that was all Hughes. Yeah. Quick little slant to him. He's got up there. And then Mac to seal it with the interception. God. It's good when we have the, the Troys and all we do is talk about good stuff. You know, yeah, you know it's true. a good week. You know it's a good week. Um, should we just hit the lines quick here? Should we take a break? And then I think lines? we need to take a quick break real quick. Yeah, I think we need oh, yeah. another break. They love the breaks. Welcome back. We'll uh, we'll get to the lines here. Um, Jerry, the the Chesso favorite. Chesso favorite. Uh, we'll uh, we'll let's rattle them off. Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos Thursday night tomorrow night. Oh, that's that'll be a good one. Or or tonight for you Thursday listeners. Yeah, which is probably <laughs> most of you because it's already almost eight o'clock right now. Uh, which is my fault again. You know, we, we're not, we two in a row. We didn't get on. No, Wednesday. no, no. This is team effort. It's our fault, guys. We, we, we don't single anyone out here at Grapes and Gorak Enterprise. It seemed to not affect the downloads. I feel like people still just got it in Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So Good. good but I'd good. rather get them up Monday. It's a well, little fresher. Well, know. Cam Haney was listening to last week's episode on Monday. That's a shout-out. Shout-out. Another Cam Haney shout-out. Two weeks in a row. Can't beat that. He's getting more shout-outs than Teddy Bridgewater. Mm. Undefeated Teddy Bridgewater. Undefeated Teddy Bridgewater. God, the man can sling it. Great ball player. Anyways, KC is a three-point favorite at Denver. Just a three-point favorite. I mean, they've lost two in a row. Mahomes is limping around. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Definitely taking the Chiefs. But it feels like one of those games where, oh, closer than you think. Yeah. Because I mean, Thursday night, short week for both teams. Stuff, yeah. Mahomes kind of limping around. They got Chubb and Von Miller. I know they're not creating much pressure. Chubb but is out for the year. Oh, he is? Yep. When does that happen? the last two games. Oh. Both their wins. Okay. Well, it's all right, Ryan. that's it's a, the problem. It's a shitty AFC team. Much about them. Uh, the Rams at the Falcons. Rams are what three losses in a row now? Yeah, uh, they are a three-point favorite. Yeah, give me the Rams. Three at the Falcons, so they're only six points better. I mean, Falcons are terrible. How is that coach not fired yet? I have no. Well, I mean, who are you gonna who are you gonna have to replace them? Because if they're this bad, I bet their entire coaching staff is this bad. Yeah. They should do an outside hire middle of the season. That would I want somebody to <laughs> do that. They should offer Stefanski the job middle of the season. I don't think that's allowed. I think it is. It would be fucking crazy if you do that. Oh. Uh, so I'll take the Rams too as well. Yeah, definitely. They're not going to lose Rams. four in a row. And, but they're they could. Gonna... Like uh, Atlanta at home, they're sometimes a different team. And they're putting up points. That yeah. would be crazy if the Rams went three and four. Oh, Rams also traded for Jalen Ramsey. Yes, they did. So they Traded Marcus Peters. For a fourth. And, and then they traded fifth, fifth. I thought oh, it was yeah, fifth and right. Kenny Young. Okay, that's right. And then they traded two firsts and a fourth for Jalen Ramsey. So if you kind of look at it all, they traded Peters, two firsts and let's just call it two, two firsts first and Peters Pe- for Jalen Ramsey. It's a steep price, especially when like you know the, their offensive line is not very good nope. this year. They lost Saffold, Sullivan left. I mean, I their um, their their D backs 
aren't very good. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they lost Joiner. They lost Joiner. Uh, they so added just went on IR. Yep, they added Eric Weddle, but I mean it's thirty four year old Eric Weddle. So it is. It's and solid, who's their other safety? I don't even know. Yeah, no, they just put that Johnson guy in IR too. That, that guy with the interception in the uh, championship game. Championship where he, like, game. Fell backwards. Yeah, yeah. Versus. Yeah, dude, oh, dude. Is Nickel Kobe Roby yeah, Coleman still, still hurt? I think, or is I think he hurt, he's still though? hurt. Yeah. So I, I, they got Jalen Ramsey. That's fucking crazy. That's awesome. But you give up two first, and like, if you don't win the Super Bowl soon, you got problems. They have, will go. Unless they trade back in, they'll go five straight years yeah, without a first-round pick. Because of the Goff trade. Goff trade. trade. Cooks. The Cooks. Cooks um, they seem to definitely be a team that is, like, really just going to keep trying to win now. And it's like – but it, which is cool and all, but, like, if you don't, you could be in for a really bad slide. And, like, now you, it's going to – it's hard – unless you're very good at drafting, it's going to be hard to get depth. Uh, yeah. Because you're paying, you're gonna pay Ramsey a hundred million dollars. Well, that's the thing. You didn't even you get pay- a contract extension with him. It's similar to the Cooper thing. It's like now he's gonna go. You gave up two firsts for me. Think I of the leverage I have. You'll never let me walk. I know he's got two more years, but still. But that was similar to Cooper, he had you know the second half of last year and then this year, and now it's like he's going. You gave up a first round pick for me. Yeah. Like you're you just gonna let me, me walk, and then you just basically give up a first round pick for a year and a half of me. Yeah. So I don't. I'd be pumped if I was a Rams fan, but I'd also be like, "All right, we better win this thing." I mean, it's you're going all you, in. Super Bowl or bust. Yeah, because now you got. I mean, and then you signed Goff too. Goff and Gurley. Not even that good. No, did you see uh, Jared Goff's last fourteen games? Yeah, I mean, not that, great. No, so. it's like bad Kirk Cousins ask the entire time. It's just another one of those middle of the pack quarterbacks. They have bad games. They have good games. No, nope. Goff has more bad games than good games. Uh, they're picked by three, though. We taking them? Yeah, we're taking them. Yeah, uh, Miami is a seventeen point underdog at Buffalo. Holy cow. I'm going to take Miami to cover the spread on that. Really? One. Okay. Yeah. okay. Cover 17 against I'm gonna, Buffalo? I'm thinking it's 21-0 final. Oh, okay. Uh, not much to talk about that. Uh, Jacksonville at Cincinnati. Cincinnati, no wins. Oh. Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville's a three-and-a-half Just traded their best player. Doesn't make them better, though. You know, maybe they needed that out of the locker room, you know, that bad apple. I don't know. Leonard Minshew, Fournette, not happy. Minshew looked like he had a bad game finally. Yep. Is the magic gone? Did the Bengals get their first win? Is it in Cincy? In Cincy, and they're three-and-a-half-point home underdogs. Give me when, Cincy. When the hell is A.J. Green getting back? Ever? I think he just started practicing okay. this week. So maybe this, maybe next. Yeah. I'm going to take Cincy as well. What do you think the line is on the Vikings at Detroit? Uh, I bet it's Lions minus one. Vikings minus one. Vikings minus yeah, one. Yes. Okay. So four uh, points better Detroit on a short week. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, Monday night game. Yeah. I think I think we're the better team. Clearly, in yep. a dome, we're a little, usually a little worse outdoors. Yep. Um, I'm gonna take the Vikings. I like I'm the definitely Vikings. Definitely taking Vikings. I like that Detroit has lack of a pass rush. Uh, I think Rhodes matches up with good with Galladay. Nope. Not really that scared of Carrion Johnson. We kind of like to sack Stafford like 10 times a game, so we'll see if that it, Wasn't it 10 and 7 or yeah. something like that the last, yeah, I mean, last year? I think they'd have to be like, all right, let's just go like a quick passing game or something. Yeah, but, you'd think. Uh, next, Oakland at Green Bay. Green Bay's a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Green Bay's not blowing that one, are they? That'd be no, great if they did, it though. W- it, would it would be, be fantastic. They if if John up. Gruden lost to us and then goes and beats the Bears and the, and Packers. the Packers, oh, it'd be great. It it does seem like they're they're the kind of team that just sometimes they play good and they can upset someone. So. Yeah, I think it's going to be. 
I think it's going to be a close game, but I think Packers. And I think, yeah, I think closer cover. than you think, but then I feel like Packers probably by like seven. Like yeah. 20 to I think 27. They co- yeah, I think they cover. They cover. Uh, Houston at Indy. Indianapolis is a minus one point favorite. I like Houston all day in that. I do too. Sure, That's Boston Houston plus one. Plus one. I mean, they're on the road, so they, they're saying that Houston's a better team, but they'll yeah. be on the field. Colts have kind of petered out a little bit. I feel like they started out kind of Started off hot. Solid. Yep. But, is T.Y. Hilton coming back anytime soon? Has he been back? How's he doing? Uh, they had bye last week, oh. but I, I think okay. I think he, I think he's playing this week. So coming off a of bye, maybe they're rested, ready to roll. Oh. You taking Houston? Yes. Cardinals at the Giants. Giants are three point favorites. Oh, I'm taking the Cardinals. I'm taking Kyler also. Although yeah. Saquon's back, looks like he's fully practiced. Yep. But uh, Kyler's heating up. Yeah, yeah they, they're starting to, you know, kind of get in the groove yeah. that offense is. At first, like in the preseason, everyone's like, oh, wow, that's the offense you're mm-hmm. throwing out there. You're just throwing lobs of Jerry's Bird or whatever guy's name Yeah, Demarius. Demarius Bird. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then all of it, I don't know. Wait, was that that safety, Jerry's Bird? Who was that yep. safety? That they, J- Jerry's Bird the, the du- for the Bills. Who was awesome, and then the Saints signed him, and he turned into, like, the worst player ever. Yeah. That's crazy. It's uh-huh. like that uh, – Oakland corner Namdi Asamoa, who was like the sweepstakes for Asamoa, and then like he went to the Eagles and like became the garbage. highest paid defensive player in NFL history yeah. up to that point, I believe. He just became trash. Uh, uh, part of the dream team, dream team, yeah. Part there of we the go, dream yeah. team, Vince Young, Vince. also part of the dream team. <laughs> Back up the dream team. Uh, San Francisco. Uh, yeah, we both took the Cardinals. Yeah, yep. Yep. San Francisco at Washington. San, Fran San Francisco is a nine San point Francisco. favorite on the road. Yeah. I'll Give take it San to San Fran. They have, I mean, come on, Washington. They're gonna go. Now they're gonna be so bad. And, and they like, won because they played the Dolphins. That's right. That's right. Adrian Peterson. Yeah, he's back, boys. He, oh Bill man. Callahan's feeding that man. Uh, but he doesn't care that he had over a hundred yards and over four yards per carry. He's just glad that he got twenty-five carries. Well, that's what matters. <laughs> and did they win? Yes, they did because he had 25 carries. That works. Uh, Chargers at Tennessee. Ryan Tannehill gets the start. They've benched Mariota, who I've always said is garbage. Uh, Chargers, what the fuck? Not good. They're so bad. They're just, I think they peaked last year and now it's it's kind of going to be a sad end of the Rivers era. Like, did uh, Derwin James, like, did he mean that much to the defense? (laughs) Probably. Like, clearly. When is he back? Halfway through the year? Halfway through the year. And, like, did Rivers. You know, get his, you know, Brett Favre moment. I feel like it's, it's like, over now. Like, I yeah, don't know. no, because he's not playing. They very don't well. block. They don't. I mean, they don't, I don't know. block. They, they're I mean, literally a bad team. Also, the Steelers with a third string quarterback. They were down what twenty four yeah. nothing. Well, they're picked to lose this game by two at Tennessee. Who do you got? Ryan Tannehill. I'm gonna take the Chargers. I'm gonna take the Titans. Okay, all right. You've always been take the Titans, the Titans guys. You and your buddy Phil. Uh, cousin Phil, cousin get it Phil. right. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry, I wouldn't want to say your. Friend. Apologize to cousin Phil right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him. Not Uncle Phil, but cousin Phil. <laughs> Here's a good game. Uh, I don't believe Drew Brees or Brees is not back, right? Teddy's I don't still. think so. Teddy B at Chicago. I don't know if Trubisky's back. Ooh. Chicago is a three point favorite. Also, oh, they say they're an even team with Teddy, which is ridiculous. I got Saints in a landslide. Teddy B, he doesn't lose. Not Teddy B, games. Teddy B is going to slice up that Bears defense. Easily. All right. Well, that's I'm going to put a lot of money on that one. Plus three. I'm Plus three. Money line. Definitely. Uh, next one, another good game. Baltimore at Seattle. Seattle minus three. Again, even home field. Going to take Seattle in that one. I like Seattle at home. 
always likes Seattle at home. And, and Russell Wilson hasn't turned the ball over once this year. Yeah, Russell looks like the MVP right now. I mean, he looks really 17 good. touchdowns, no picks. I am not looking forward to that Monday night game. Ugh, we're going to do so bad on Monday night. <sighs> we're great at noon, though. Check us out at noon. Check us noon out on a at Sunday. Noon. <laughs> You'll see Kirk Cousins slinging it. Uh, next up is the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles at the Dallas Cowboys. Two teams that are, they need a win. Cowboys are three-point favorites. A lot of minus threes on here. You know, the so they're both tied for first at three and three, yep. huh? Yep. Dallas just lost to the Jets after losing to the Packers. Cool. And Eagles lost to us, both three and three. I'm going to take the Cowboys I'm going to take the home. Cowboys at home, yeah. too. I don't like that Philly team's that good. Are their corners going to show up again, or are they still all hurt? I don't know, but they have a shitty quarterback as well. So, yeah, that's a give me Dak. Uh, Sunday night, New England at the Jets. Another tough one for the Patriots. They are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. At home or at the Jets? At the Jets. Sam Darnold. I still feel bad the whole Jets season down the drain because your quarterback got mono. Yeah, like Darnold, was that two start? Was this his first start since coming back from mono? Yeah, and they won. Like, they beat a pretty solid Cowboy team. And they won their their first week? I think they won. Yeah, they won one other game. They lost to the Browns. I think they beat Which they would have won. It was a close game. Oh, it's just like I, I for like, your season to be derailed four games in because your idiot quarterback. Not, I'm just not, not his yeah. fault. This guy got making mono. Out with, he's making out with random chicks and everything, getting mono. It's just like I would be so annoyed. Like if we started off the season like you know one in five because Kirk Cousins had mono. Yeah, I. And in this game though, I think I'm going to take Jets plus nine and a half. Okay. Okay. Going to keep it close. Yeah, I do. I think with they're a different team with Donald. Eh, they suck. I'm going to take the Patriots. Right on. How come I don't have a line on the Monday night game? What is the Monday night game? That's a good question. I can't find it. Monday, Maybe there's no Monday night game. That doesn't week. make any sense. <laughs> NFL schedule. I'm trying to think of like who we haven't named yet. But then there's buys thrown in there as well. Yeah. So. All right. Well, Google should have it right here. It is. Oh, it is Patriots at Jets. Cowboys-Eagles was the Sunday night game. Oh, wow. So no climax for you guys. Yeah, terrible Monday night game. Great. I mean, Eagles Cowboys always fun for a Sunday nighter. Yep. And then the you know game of the week is going to be Saints Bears. Well, God, those afternoon games are pretty solid. Ravens Seahawks. Anyways, those are the those are two three o'clock games, yeah. huh? There's, and there's I think there's four of them. One of them was the Titans or someone. So oh Chargers. Titans Chargers. Chargers. Right on. Um, um, so yeah, well, I think that about wraps it up. We'll uh, see you next week. Wait a second. Is the Giants-Cardinals game at noon? Because that would mean it's like 9 or 10 a.m. for like Arizona bodies, which means I might flop to the Giants. Is that a noon game? This, this matters, right? This it is, does this matter. This is big for you. It yeah, does this matter. Is, this, is a, this is a nooner. Give me the Giants. Okay. Give me the Giants. Well, good thing we got that in there. You switched your pick <laughs> to the Giants. A lot of people are tracking this at home. Well, that is a that is a big time change for them. There's poor Cardinals, but I would I'm not betting them against Kyler. I like him more than Danny. Danny. Uh, Danny. No, I I agree. It's just no. You, know, you took the Giants. Uh, no, stick I stick with your team. I I'm sticking with Barkley, man. <laughs> He's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I think we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully Monday. on Monday. See ya.